seventh episode of Go Date Yourself. I'm Julie Cherison, and this week on the podcast, I'm talking with Karen about her bad dating stories. And I have never heard stories so good. It's amazing, but I'm like, ew, who does that? I should warn you that this week's episode is pretty explicit. I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. Karen told me quite a bit, and I am so grateful. But if you are a family member or, I don't know, my boss, maybe skip this week. For those of you who are sticking around, you, my friends, are in for a treat. But again, I will never forget that birthday, and I will never forget falls. so much to look forward to being 28 and just the schmucks that are out there I'm like ah oh great <laughs> I'm what you shouldn't do because I'm 43 don't 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 do that wait so, wait 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 no we have to back up so what am I not supposed to do well, turn 43 because okay, so, I'm gonna turn 43 and I'm gonna love it well no you're totally gonna love it it's let me tell you being 43 is so much more awesome than being 28 for me Thank God. I was married at 26, thought rest of my life kind of thing. Was married for three years and then, and I was living in New York City and not as a single person, which I really regret now Um, (laughs) because that would have been fun. So I moved from New York to Chicago and I started dating and I had not dated since like college and the internet was not a thing when I was in college. So I started doing internet dating when it was, like, new. I did, uh, like, The Onion, and it was, like, The Onion and Nerve and somebody else all had this portal. And I started dating off of that, which was super fun and really messed up at the same time. Like, I met some dicks. Karen started off by telling me some of her milder dating tales. Like the guy who skipped out on his bill, and when she texted him about it later, he said he could meet up with her and float her some cash. Ugh. And then there was this asshat. And then I actually, I met a guy that I ended up dating and living with. I bought a condo with him, and he ended up, after five and a half years of living together, he texted me goodbye. Yeah. That's how he broke up with me, was via text. Over five And you know what? Even though that story made me sad and angry, it didn't surprise me at all. I feel like that's how everyone handles things nowadays. When I was growing up, if you wanted to meet your friends on a Friday night, you called them and said, I'm going to be at X place at X time. And they had to show up. Like they couldn't, there was no means of like, you couldn't call me in high school because I didn't have a cell phone. Like I got one of those like Lego brick big phones in college, but it was like, $5 a minute. Like, you couldn't do that. So when you made plans to meet somebody, you had to do it. Now, people don't even really make plans, but when they do, it's so easy to just be like, oh, nope, not coming, or it is a coward. I think it's part cowardice, and I think it's just partly how you learn to communicate and how this is acceptable nowadays for people to just shoot everybody a text and be like, I'm blowing you off now, or, you know, I don't feel like dating you, so it's easier. It's so much easier to send a text and be like, or just to 
not communicate at all, which I'm finding a lot of also. I don't know if that's happening to you. Oh, yeah. Like, people just fall off the face of the earth, just <laughs> don't respond, or, yeah, totally. It happens to all of us. It is just the norm now. Yeah, and that's, I don't understand it, because we have more ways to communicate with each other than ever before, and yet the preferred method is, I'm not, and then I had, I had a guy do that to me um, last year, just completely fell off the face. He, he told me on our first date, he's like, I really like you. I want to be exclusive. I was like, I just met you. And then nothing. Okay. I think Karen dodged a bullet with that guy. I mean, if a dude wants a relationship after just one date, red flag. And though those stories were bummers, we've heard similar painful stories from almost everyone who's attempted to date ever. But the stories that Karen had to tell me after those... I just did not see coming. I went out with another guy who, uh, we met for lunch. It went really well. And then he's like, well, I'll call you when we get home and we'll go over what happened. I was like, okay, like an exit interview. All right. That's whatever. So he called me. He's like, I'm not really sure there was a spark there. I'm like, well, I kind of thought there was. He's like, all right, well, I'll give you round two. So I went out with that guy again. We ended up being really good friends that just kind of hooked up. When it started to go away, he was like, I'm really kind of getting into BDSM. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, so, you know, like, I might want to, like, tie you up and stuff. I'm like, okay. Uh, All right. So on our, I think, like, fourth date, he had me tied up in his basement, like, to a pole. And he's like, like, he was whispering all these things. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Were you into it or... Well, no, but but I was just, I kept thinking there was going to be more, but like he left and like went and did a load of laundry and I'm just sitting like tied to this pole and I started going, okay, is this, is this what's happening? Like, is this, okay, well, and then he came back and he started whispering in my ear. He's like, is this turning you on? I'm like, no, no, not really. Being tied to a pole while you do laundry? No. I'm like, I can hear you doing laundry. The mystery is kind of gone. (laughs) But... We ended up being friends, and he would randomly... Oh, wait. Oh, God, I forgot about this part. He, uh... So, when I was leaving, I think this was the tied up in his basement day, or maybe another day. I was leaving, and he's like, well, I have a present for you. I'm like, okay. And he opens this giant Rubbermaid tub, and it was full, full of sex toys. Full. Full. Like, one of those big, like, trunk-sized... And I was like, uh, and he's like, no, just pick one. I'm like, I can't. And he's like, well, how about I pick one for you? I was like, okay, that's fine. So he gave me this really gross strawberry scented waterproof vibrator that I ended up throwing away because I was like, it smells. As a door prize? Like like a present, like here's your parting gift. And so he ended up like every randomly sending me sex toys like a couple other times like we just we would be talking and like online like how are you fine you know how's your dating life great and then like two days later i'd get a package in the mail and it was like a butt plug i'm like i did not ask you for this (laughs) thank you he's like well just try it i'm like no i'm good that's not no so those were my two, um, those are you, were the ones that stick out in my head. Are you still friends with this guy? No, but I know if I, like, emailed him, he'd be like, oh, hey, what's up? And I'd probably get, like, a dildo in the mail. I mean, I'm, I feel like as a grown woman, I can buy my own dildos, but, like, if I ever needed to, I could always be like, yo, what's up, Sparky? For no spark, I got, like, 
three or four sex toys out of the deal. He even sent one to my roommate that he'd never met. but it was just like that I was laughing I was like tied but I was tied to this pole and I was giggling in his basement did he have a nice basement was it a finished basement no it was an unfinished basement and I don't even think I think his laundry might have even been upstairs and I remember thinking I should probably be more afraid than I am right now but you know like my friend knew where knew where I was and had his address and had his name. I well, they all... would know where to look for the body, but that doesn't mean they would save you. Well, but that's what I kept thinking to myself. I'm like, this is a really shitty thing. Like, this would be so sad if this guy wanted to cut me up into little pieces. But then when he started doing his laundry, I mean, it was just so funny. And I was like, okay. And I really, I know I could call him right now and be like, oh my God, I just told somebody the story about when you tie me up in your basement and he would be devastated to know that I laughed but he probably he would probably send me a sex toy just for old time's sake (laughs) schmucks indeed but she has a positive outlook I would not change very much about my dating life even though I have the most horrendous horrific stories and dates like I'm I'm grateful for every single one of them because it may a it made me appreciate what I have now like so much but it also was it's hilarious to look back and say you know I got dildos in the mail from the sky or I can't even tell I have I went on a date on my birthday not this year but the past year with a guy we had talked for like five weeks I was going to meet, I, I was going with all these people somewhere and he decided to meet us and I was like, okay. He had a hole in the crotch of his pants. Like long story short, he had a hole in the crotch of his pants and was not wearing underwear and all of my friends call him balls. <laughs> and he came out? Like where Where did you guys, like where did you go? In public? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We were, uh, my friend was headlining in a casino and so a bunch of us had gone to see him. And my, this guy that, like, I thought I really liked and respected and seemed like a really normal, down-to-earth guy showed up. He was two hours late. He reeked. He told me he was late because he had to shower. I'm like, I don't know. He shows up late, reeking, with pants with a giant rip in the crotch with no underwear, proceeds to hang out for, like, two hours at least, and then decides to leave, and when he's leaving, says, I just realized I ripped my pants, so I'm going to go. I'm like, you've gone to the bathroom four times. Like, you had to know they were ripped. But, again, I will never forget that birthday, and I will never forget falls. Because you can't, this is the kind of stuff that, like, it's, you can't, like, make this shit up. (laughs) It's just so funny oh my goodness would you say balls or dildo by mail guy would you say those were the worst uh balls was up there no no i had a guy i had a guy in chicago i i'd gone on a date with him we had a fabulous time second date we were going out in my neighborhood and he'd been talking about making margaritas and how special and how amazing and he was going to come to my my place and we were going to make margaritas and then we we're going to go out for mexican food and i was like okay so he'd been talking up these margaritas for like a week and a half 
and he shows up at my house, and, and we were going to make them together. And then he shows up at my house with, like, this little carafe of margarita stuff that he made, like, I guess fresh juice or whatever, but it was, like, enough for two margaritas. So we drink that, and we're sitting there, and there's a fire going, because I had, like, a gas fireplace, and... I got up and went to the bathroom and I came back the first time and he was in my kitchen and had all my cabinets open. And I was like, can I help you find something? I had a big kitchen in Chicago. And he was like, no, I'm just snooping. I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, can we, you know, the fire's still going. Let's finish our drinks. So we go back in and we're, we're talking and everything's fine. And then we're getting ready to go. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go brush my hair and check whatever. I go in the bathroom again and I come out and he he's standing in my living room and he goes to kiss me and he kisses me and then he doesn't have pants on completely just naked from the way like I'm kissing him and then all of a sudden he grabs my hand and I'm like what the fuck so he's now taking off his shirt and he's looking at me and he's just like you know naked guy and I'm like okay so I can't believe I'm gonna tell you this <laughs> Um, I did the math in my head because I was starving at this point, And I'm like, okay, if I just sleep with him now and he, it won't take him long. There's no way he'll leave. And then I can order sushi and have it delivered to my house. So that's what I did. I banged him because it was easier than telling him to put his clothes back on. I, there was no way I was going to dinner with him at that point. I just wanted him out. It was terrible. It took less time than I even thought. I, he left, and then I was like, okay, bye. And then he was, like, texting me and calling me. I'm like, dude, no, no. We're not done yet. I dated another guy in Chicago who looked like, he looked like Big Boy, and he collected Big Boys. Wait, he like, looked like Bob's Big Boy, and he yeah. collected figurines of Bob's Big Boys. Yes, and he was a big <laughs> Boy, and he was his big thing when we were talking online was that he was a triathlete. And then I meet him, I'm like, on what fucking planet could you do one of the three things that you're you're telling me you can do? Okay, I'll tell you one more really bad one. So I went out with this guy. We didn't talk that much, but then he's just like, hey, do you want to meet me for a beer? I'm like, sure, I love meeting people in person. Met him at my neighborhood bar. Um, had friends actually in the bar who pretended not to know me, but were kind of just there to watch because they thought it was hilarious. So I meet this guy. He's really nice uh, at first. And then about 20 minutes into the conversation, he starts getting kind of filthy and like really forward. And I'm just like, I'm not calm down. You know, I'm, I'm still a, a lady, I guess. I mean, kind of like if we had bantered more online and we'd gotten to the dick joke stage and he had been kind of dirty, I would have been like, great, we're there. Wasn't there yet. So I was just like, okay. And then he, he said something else. And then I was just like, all right, I'm going to just go. So I went to the bathroom. I come back, go to pay my tab. He is already hitting on another couple and they were gross. <laughs> and it was like, obvious he was hitting on them. I was like, Okay. So he's like, well, I'm going to walk you to your car. I'm like, you don't really have to. He's like, no. He's like, I had a really good time and I'd love to get together again. I'm like, I don't know. I doubt it. He's like, well, I'll text you. I'm like, oh, 
okay. Great. That's exactly what I want. Right. So he texted me, you know, I'd love to play sometime. I'm like, uh, no, I don't want to play with you. And then he texted me again a couple days later and he's like, hey, I have this channel on you porn. Here's my name. And okay. So I was like, oh my God. So I was, I actually teach improv, like beginning improv. And I was in, an, um, in my improv class. And I'd had these guys for a while. I'm like, okay, who wants to look at this view porn channel? And they're like, oh, yes, please. So I'm like, I don't want to know what's on it. I had like seven people crowded around my phone. And they're like, oh, he can suck his own dick. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had like four or five videos up. I will give you, I can, I will give you the channel. You can see <laughs> the, the man can suck his own dick. He can suck his own dick. It's amazing, but I'm like, ew, who does that? Who, who does it? Who does that? Like, I want to date you. Here's my dick. And this was like after your first date, he sent you videos where he could suck his own dick. Yes. After one date. After one. And then he's like, do you want to get together? I'm like, no, I don't think I need to. You've, you're, you're all you need, really. I don't, I don't think you need me. This is what I meet on the internet. But then, you know, then I also meet people like my boyfriend, who's amazing, so. Did you guys meet online? We did, we met online. He's, he's just, I, could, I couldn't believe it. What I met, I'm like, there's gotta be something really wrong with you, I'm guessing, cause there's no way you're this, cause that's how they all start. They all start fairly normal and then they can suck their own dick or, you know. They have a box of dildos them. that you get to choose from when you leave their place. I mean, you know, it's, it all starts out fine and dandy, but he's, uh, he's normal. He's funny. He's brilliant. Good things come to those who wait, I guess, you know, for, it's different for everybody. Like for me, it wasn't this like thunderclap of like, oh my God, this has to be the one for the rest of my life. And I, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is it. This is him. This is the one I've been waiting for. This is really great. And every bad date I went on that led me to you, it makes it all that much more worthwhile that I went through, you know, dildo, cheapskate, naked balls. 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 Just balls. Balls. And, like, there's really nothing worse than, like, 50-year-old man balls that are just out. Like, it's just so gross. So I did not see them, though. I would not look. I refused to look. You didn't see the balls? I did not see his balls because I couldn't. I was sitting next to him, and there was zero chance that I was going to be like, "Dude, are your balls hanging out?" Because I was just like, because I almost did at one point. I almost just to get him to leave. I was almost like, "Dude, are those your balls?" But then I was like, "No, you're not a mean person all the time." So every time you get online, just know. I'm that scared the now. What if somebody just shows up with their balls out? Then you'll laugh and be like, dude. And then you, I dare, you have to email me or well, call me. I'll or something Skype like, Karen and be like, I saw those dudes' balls. They were just hanging out. First date. First date, last date. Yeah. That's our new hashtag. First date, last date. Karen, if you're listening, no balls to report. Balls. Balls. Just balls. Just balls. Balls. And that wraps up my most cringeworthy episode thus far. Thank you so much, Karen, for being on the show. Send me a tweet with your worst dating story at GoDateYourself. And if it was a first date, use the hashtag FirstDateLastDate. Our theme music is by Ross Wilting, and the show's cover art was created by John Curtis. 
Check out more of John's art on the website at gdypodcast.com. And before I go, here's one last lovely moment that Karen and I shared. Hopefully, if there is karma or whatever, you're going to be rewarded somehow with a decent dude. Because... I don't know. The last guy I dated was a total dickwad. See you next week. <laughs>